0: You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily Ohio State Buckeyes podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome in. To the Locked On Buckeyes podcast, Matt Hayes, and look who is back in the building. Mm-hmm. Back after it, baby. My guy Beam Beam. What's good, man? It's Monday, October 29th, and we're off the bye week. So yep. we're gonna have actual football stuff to get into. Um, but you had a pretty adventurous uh, weekend, man. How was it?
0: Yeah, I did, man. It was a uh, it was a good time. Like you said, we're back uh back to an actual game week. So that means heads back to the grindstone for us. But I think that bye week is good for everybody in Columbus. Buckeye fans, especially the team, Uh, you know, me and you, we work at a radio station. Uh, We talk about football all the time. So that bye week's nice. You know, the players get to recharge their batteries a little bit, uh, but we do too. So it was good, man. I headed out on on Friday after I played about eight hours of Red Dead Redemption 2 in the morning. Uh, The wife and I went down to uh, Louisville. Did a little uh, little bourbon tour, and then on Saturday we watched the uh, the horses race at Keeneland for one of the oh, ra- nice. last last races of the year. Yeah, uh, it was all good. Drove back yesterday, got back. Uh, just in time to see the crew win. They clinched a playoff spot. The revolution took down Montreal, so it was good. Mm-hmm. Rocking the uh the crew shirt today. Yeah, but, repping uh, it. Yeah, everything was good, man. It was a good week. Uh good weekend. It was great. Be able mm. to recharge the batteries. I heard there was a little uh a little radio station get together over the weekend. Can you yeah, uh, I pull cool uh, me into that? One
1: producer here, his name is Chops. He hosts uh excuse me, he produces the Bishop and Laura Knightis show from ten to noon right here on the fan and he and his girlfriend J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. That's yes, really that's her name. J Lo, and she's from New York, which is amazing. Um, but no, they threw a Halloween party, so you know, I, I decided to attend. I was the Black Panther. Wakanda forever. Um, no, it was a good time, man. It was a good time, and uh, Sunday was a long day, if you know what I mean. <laughs> but we got through it. So, no, my weekend was good uh, outside of Sunday. Sunday sucked for me because my Ravens got their teeth kicked yep. in by a cam and the Panthers. But, look, we're 4-4. Four, four. We're an average football team. But, no, everything's good, man. Um, I'm just excited to get back into this, into this Buckeye stuff because being we know that everyone in Buckeye Nation has had a whole week to just sit on the Purdue mm-hmm. loss, and just we're gonna wonder what Let's this team over, exactly what this team's gonna look like when they come out of the bye week, and and I'm with all of you because I honestly don't know. I honestly do not know what we're gonna get from this team. I would like to think that they've been in the lab for an entire week and a half figuring out a way to tighten up this defense, right? We had the story come out last week about Urban kept all the coordin- – or not all, but the coordinators uh, here sure. in Columbus, Ohio because the recruiting stuff can wait right now. You got, you're in the middle of a season, and your team is not performing to the level that we expected them to play at. So, no, Beam, that's going to be the highlight of my week is trying to – um, talk myself into this Buckeye team turning it around on defense but honestly, I just don't know because week in and week out, we've come in here, we've had trust in these guys, trust in the coaching staff, and I still do, but I just think right now, this defense may be who what we're seeing. That yeah. just may be the ceiling for this team. They may not be a very good football team on the defensive side of the ball. So no, that to me is going to be uh, the headline of Nebraska Week. What is this defense going to look like? Are they going to make any adjustments? Because if they don't, Not that Nebraska's really scary, but they got a pretty darn good true freshman quarterback who's going to be around for a while wreaking havoc in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah, you have to watch out for Adrian Martinez. You know, he's a true freshman. He came out. Uh, pretty strong that first game against Colorado. They ended up losing that game, uh, and we know the story of uh, the tale that went on from there. They were 0-6. They just beat Minnesota a couple weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, Maddie, this is a it's a decent football team. All right, it's it's nothing crazy. Uh, they're not as good uh, as an in Indiana, as a in Minnesota, yeah. as a Purdue. But this is definitely a week that you head into where you want to be on your P's and Q's. Listen, you just spent all last week trying to uh, re-identify who you are as a football team. Yep. And whether that be press man coverage, uh, whether that be you know offensive line getting ready and just punching somebody in the mouth. Whatever it is, you know, running backs, you need to run hard. You need to, you know, break some tackles. Uh, Dwayne, you need to be more confident in the pocket. Receivers need to run crisper outs. Defensive line needs to get pressure to the quarterback. All these things, Maddie. And I uh, I was talking about it last week with um, the other host of the Buckeye Show, Tim Hall. uh, And I was talking to him about it, man. Just get back to the fundamentals of the game sure. because really when you look at this team Maddie, you know that they're they're as talented as anyone else mm-hmm. uh, in the entire country you got all these guys lining up four or five star guys yes they're elite athletes but i think that sometimes you know coaching staffs and coaches in particular i think they can get very heady on things uh and they can throw a lot of these young players uh who may necessarily haven't been in the system for one two years right uh and they're starting to throw a lot at them, a lot at them so i think it's the biggest thing for me is that you need to get back to the fundamentals of football. Listen, if you're playing man coverage, just don't let the man beat you. I know it's easier said than uh, than done. Uh, or if the, the man does beat you, safeties, I need you to step up and take good angles. Yeah. I need you all to wrap up. I need you to make good tackles. Um, instead, you know, on a third and five, third and four, uh, if you know it's going to be uh, a mix, mixed bag of what you're going to get, 50% run, 50% pass, make sure that run is covered so you don't get gashed on a third down yeah, yeah. Uh, where you're dropping back into passing coverage. So the biggest thing for me, Maddie, is going back to the fundamentals of football and really – I think, simpling up the play calls for your defense. Cause I think they're trying to do too much maybe, mm-hmm. uh, but really all you need to do out, out there is go and play a base coverage. And more than likely uh, your guys are more talented than the guys across from you. So don't throw too much after them. Yeah. I just think that we've tried, we've seen too many tweaks and too many, Uh, scheme changes along this year. Go back to what you know, go over the fundamentals, and make sure this team is keyed up heading into this weekend against Nebraska. No, it's
1: a great point. It's something that you and I have been talking about for a long time, how we've kind of seen some things, and maybe they're overcomplicating things for guys right now that can't handle all that on their plate. I mean, maybe you take a little bit off these guys' plate and then you just simplify the defense and just go about it that way. And if that doesn't work, then look, look. at least you tried something new, right? Sure. At least you tried something new. To me, that's better than going out there week in and week out and watching and trying to make these corners and these safeties play man coverage if that's not a strength of theirs. I mean, look, you were watching Sunday Night Football last night. Sure. There's two Buckeye cover corners out there that, that have been here in the last five years that were really darn good. Marshawn Lattimore and Eli Apple, right? Now, Eli Apple's had his struggles in the NFL, but his time here – he was an NFL caliber corner, of course. and that's why he got drafted where he was drafted. That's why so, he just
0: got the start last right. night for the for the uh, for the Saints? And his
1: first week of practice, there he comes in and he gets the start. So no, not all those guys are just going to be the same here at Ohio State. I know we like to think just because of the recruiting stars that every guy that's going to come in here is going to play to that level. Sometimes it takes guys time to develop, right? I mean, it's not going to happen in that one year like it did for Marshawn Lattimore where he just jumped onto the field after having all those injuries and turned himself into one of the better corners in the NFL. Uh, Maybe you just got a different breed of cats right now. Maybe next year when these guys mature, you could do some more things like that. But that's going to be the big thing for me. And you know Shiano, you know Urban, and all those guys have been in the lab all week long trying to look at the flaws and finding a different way to go about things because, to me, that wouldn't be good coaching at all, Beam. If we see what we've seen all year long come noon on Saturday, if we're seeing the same look, if we're seeing the same coverage, if we're seeing the same blitzes, if the linebackers are still pressing up at the line right. on the heels of the defensive linemen on passing downs and things like that, like that's the stuff that would frustrate me. I don't think that's going to happen. But to me, you got to make a change, see what's going to come from that. And if it doesn't work, At least you took a different route. Then you go back to what you did uh, in the previous uh, handful of games. So, no, Beam, that's just going to be the big thing for me is this defense. Offensively, I'm not too worried about that. We'll take a quick break here, play some Ryan Day, and talk about the offense. Uh, But defensively, defensively, to me, the headline is going to be how this defense is going to look, and hopefully they sprinkle in some new look. I want to tell you about Vivid Seats. You got to check out Vivid Seats, guys. It's an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experience that lasts a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person, sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great prices and an easy purchasing experience. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Enter promo code LOCKEDON to receive $20 off $200 more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON to receive $20 off $200 or more. We'll come back, uh, play some Ryan Day, talk about this offense, and we'll take it from there.
0: This is Locked On Buckeyes. Your team every day.
1: All right, so real quick, Beam. The AP poll uh, came out, what was that, last night? Did it come out Sunday night? Late uh, Sunday night, early yeah, Monday morning? I think so, think something like that. Well, Whatever, they, it's out. It's out. And they moved, up, uh, they moved up three spots. So they're number eight right now. And, you know, the next Big Ten team after them is Penn State right there at 14. You've got Michigan at five. So, mm. look, there is a lot of meat left on the bone for them. And I think what you're going to see now, or I'm hoping what we're going to see is is this offense just take over this team because I think that's what's going to have to happen, right? Those guys on that side of the ball need to be the voice of reason. They need to lead by example, and they need to come out because, to me, those are the guys that have been the most consistent all year long, right, on the offensive side of the ball, especially the receivers and Dwayne Haskins. So they need to put the rest of the season on their shoulders, get this thing done, continue to do what they've been doing, and I think they will be okay. Now, the five guys up front. Hopefully this was a gut check week for them, right? Because they've been called out a little bit in the last couple weeks because they just haven't been getting it done. And I think this week you've got an opportunity against a defense against Nebraska that is not very good, okay? So you should be able, and I've been saying this for the last couple weeks, but they have to get it going in this game because Michigan State's coming, and then we know the big boy at the end of the year at your house is going to be a huge one, especially if you take care of business. So I really, really hope, Beam, that the big hog mollies up front, whatever they needed to do, all go out to dinner, whatever they needed to do, Get your minds right because they're too talented to not be able to move some Cornhuskers off the ball and throw them out of the club. And J.K. and Mike Weber, they should be going for 100 yards, one of them, in this game on Saturday. Because what I've seen from Nebraska is you can get after them on the run. You can definitely get after them in the past with the weapons that Ohio State has. But man, if that's not a point of emphasis, if we see another disappointing running performance from those guys, Beam, it is time to panic because you are not going to run the ball at all against Michigan State and Michigan from what I've seen.
0: The most wild thing, Maddie, if we hop into the time machine and go back nine weeks ago uh, when Ohio State's getting ready to kick off their first game against Oregon State, uh, you go back to that game and you look at what J.K. Dobbins and Mike Weber were. You know, like this is a team – Uh, for so long who has been predicated on run first. Now, I understand that things change throughout the course of the year. You understood that you had number 7 back there. You have Dwayne Haskins. That is a guy who can absolutely uh, just light up a football field with his talent. So there's there's no question about it uh, that he has become the focal point uh, for this Ohio State offense. But you go back and you look at that Oregon State game, and this was a team – who rushed for what, 250 yards, yeah. something like that. Mike Weber was going crazy. J.K. Dobbins were going crazy. And I know, I understand that Oregon State is not a very good football team. But still, this is a team who you know can do it. Look at the second half of that TCU game. Mike Weber, J.K. Dobbins, both look like animals. This is something that they need to find this week we said it, we preached it before the Purdue game. If you do not get the run game going, then you are going to lose more football games than you win. Right. And so I think another big point of the bye week, another big point of emphasis for the coaching staff would have to be figuring out how to get your run game going. Just because Dwayne Haskins isn't a running quarterback doesn't mean that you don't have to run the ball. It doesn't mean that he has to sit back there and throw the football seventy-three times. Sure. You know, yeah, of course you're going to want to see Dwayne Haskins get his numbers uh, through the air. I mean, it's the most exciting play in college football. Football, at least for me when you see that guy stepping back uh, he gets a little two steps in him and then he lets that thing fly I mean the the path on his ball the trajectory on it everything is beautiful but this is an Ohio State team for so many years under Urban Meyer for so many years under Tress that is predicated on running the football yeah. and now we've we've seen a team that is very good through the air but can you imagine Maddie I mean if this thing gets to 50 50 um, you know if, if you're getting 200 250 yards on the ground and then you can have Haskins back there man yeah it, uh, It would be
1: dangerous. It would be so dangerous. And I think
0: that's what's so upsetting to a lot of Ohio State fans is, like, you know you have the guys back there. You know you have Dobbins and Weber, which they could run a little bit harder. You know, there's been some Mm -hmm. times where they've been taken down by arm tackles. But I think that overall it just goes back to that confidence thing that they have no confidence – Right now, in running the ball, what I need to see most out of Ohio State this weekend is ground and pound, baby. Let's go. I don't care if Dwayne Haskins throws for 400 yards. You know, it would be nice, of course, but this is a team, this is a thing that I want to see that they throw the damn football. Let's go. Let's throw the ball. Let's air that sucker out. Um. Let's run the ball, pound it down Nebraska's throat, and see what happens. Yeah.
1: Here's Ryan Day talking about possibly playing some Smash Mouth uh, style of football.
2: We want to be a tough team. We want to be a team that, that goes right at you, and hits you in the mouth. And so, uh, had a great practice yesterday. Really, you know, uh, big emphasis on that and and that you know we do have to impose our will on teams. And um, you know we throw the ball a little bit more this year than, than we have. And um, and so our guys are doing a nice job in protection, but but also having the ability to come off the ball and knock somebody in the mouth. That's
1: an attitude thing. Sure. That's an that attitude thing, and that's something to where the offensive linemen got to know they got to be uh, a lot better. Here is Ryan Day talking about uh, the possibility of J.K. and Mike Weber uh, seeing some more time together in the same backfield.
2: We've gone back and we've watched some films, we, we've looked at some other things and so uh, looking at every different possibility, you know, different personnel groupings and uh, different schemes and, and uh, just, yeah, I think in times like these you have to figure out is it is it the scheme or is it the execution and making sure that you're not overreacting as well.
1: I like this because I, I think it really puts stress on your defense. You sure. got two guys back there uh, that can run the rock and look, if Dwayne's not going to be that guy, then you've got two guys in the backfield like you would similarly to having a running quarterback and a running back back there that can do damage. So now you're talking about the strength of the offense being the outside guys you got two guys back there and the defense is going to start loading the box a little bit more because they have to respect that up front um then that's just really going to make the passing game so much better so no i would be all about seeing more jk and mike weber together in that backfield because i just think that adds such a dynamic uh, element to this offense
0: let me ask you this question do you think this weekend when ohio state gets in goal line sets or they get in red zone sets we know their struggles against purdue um do you think that we're going to see tate martell when it comes to red zone time, because I, think key- I, I think this is something that urban knows urban loves the quarterback run. Like yeah. he's got to love Tate Martell throughout the entire the entirety of the offseason. Mm-hmm. He was almost reluctant to give the job to Dwayne, just hand it to him. Maybe it was a motivational tactic. Maybe it was something else. He was always
1: in the mix, that being Tate. Right. Always in the mix. And so
0: I'm wondering with these red zone struggles, if you are going to see some sort of packaging with Tate Martell, because you know he's slippery. You know that this guy is a slippery guy that would open up, I think, the run game a little bit more. So I'm going to be interested to see this weekend if they bust out Tate. Sure. I
1: I will say that initially right now, thinking about it, I'm not a big fan of it. I'm not a big fan of it, and I understand that right now it is a bit of a desperate time with the red zone. It is a big problem, no doubt about it. I can't ignore that. But I just think there's other ways um, that you can create points. And also, I just think when you talk about taking Dwayne off the field for a little bit, now look, his mental makeup I think is pretty strong, but sometimes you just don't know. Some guys sometimes take that very personal. And to me, the red zone stuff – That turns more into a, oh, well, it's third and short, too, and we're in the middle of the field. Let's get Tate out here. So then you're taking him off the field. I understand. If it works, it works. Look, my team does it all the time in the NFL with Lamar Jackson and Joe Flacco. We saw it last night with Hill and Drew Brees. Drew Brees sacrifices some snaps. So I'm not here to say that Dwayne should be puffing his chest off and pushing back on that. I just think that could get very tricky because— I don't think it would just be red zone stuff. I think because of what you said, Beam, and that's a great point, that Urban loves running the quarterback. Well, sure, just go back
0: to his Florida days, man. You look at Chris Leake, you look at Tim Tebow. I mean, that was kind of the scenario, right? Exactly.
1: So I would just worry a little bit about that from the emotional standpoint from Dwayne Haskins. But no, it wouldn't shock me if we saw that because I I think that's definitely something on the board. Before we uh, hit up Sling TV from Beam, I want to play this clip about Ryan Day talking about that red zone stuff.
2: You know, we had opportunities to throw the ball down there too. You know, they would put the extra guy in the box and, you know, we were in 11 personnel and, and uh, we didn't connect, you know, one time to Terry and a couple times to Ben over there on the fade. And, you know, we make those plays, then, then we score and, and things are different. So, um, you know, when they put the extra guy down there, we have to throw it or – and we have to get somebody else in there to block them. So um, at the end of the day, if we execute a little better, then we're, we're okay.
1: If they're not going to run the ball, Benjamin Victor, let's go.
2: Use the body. Yep. You're going to get some reps now that Austin Mac's out there. Be
0: the red zone target down there. If you're not going to be a big play specialist all up, the
1: time, go get it. He has to go get those balls. Being let him know about Sling TV, please. Yeah,
0: Maddie, you don't want to watch the game. You need to watch the game. Are you sick of paying for 20 channels that you never watch and you just want to see your win? Well, Sling TV is the best way to watch college football. For $30 a month, you can get ESPN, Pac 12, SEC, Big Ten, and more. Stream on your big screen and all of your other favorite devices. Sling TV gives you the live TV that you love, except only better. There are no useless channels, no long-term contracts, and no hidden fees. The best part is you can cancel it at any time. Sign up for Sling TV and get a seven-day free trial. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. Go to Sling TV and check our good folks out. You are locked on Buckeyes. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcasts locked on. Don't worry. I won't finish. You get the idea. All right, we
1: got a couple minutes here. I wanted to mention this before we get out of here. Dwayne Haskins named the Maxwell Awards uh, mm-hmm. semi-finalist. Some other guys on the list, Tua, uh, A.J. Dillon. Shocking. Let's see who else is on here. Shocking. um. Shocking. Ian Book, Haran Higdon's been running like a madman. Murray, Herbert, all McSorley, all the guys that have been killing it. All your usual suspects. All those guys are on the list. I mean, look, right now 71% completion percentage, 2,800 yards, 30 touchdowns with just five picks. Okay, so we know what this is about, but it's good to see him getting some recognition. So now you come out of the bye week, you regroup a little bit. Everybody stays – hopefully everybody stays healthy, and I think he's going to have a real shot to bring home a lot of hardware this year.
0: Yeah, I do too. I mean, this is a guy – uh, who we knew coming into the season, Maddie he was—he, he just, there was an aura about Dwayne Haskins and something that you've never seen before. And yep. even though I'm sitting up here saying today that I want to see Ohio State run the ball uh, into the ground, just you know, use your workhorses mm-hmm. a ton uh, against Nebraska. This is a guy who is special. He's going to shatter every single Ohio State season record that you could imagine—yards, yep. passing, touchdowns, everything uh, you can think of. Uh, in the books for Dwayne Haskins. So yeah, this is a guy who's very special, uh, a guy who you realize that more than likely you're going to have him for one year. I know that Pro Scouts are a big fan of Dwayne Haskins, his arm strength, his game, and everything like that. Uh, but yeah, this is a guy who who you know. He's a special talent, and he will. He, he's going to win some awards. Now, I don't know if he's going to win the Heisman, because what Tua Tungavailoa doing, is doing down there at Alabama uh, is just absolutely crazy town. You have that guy, uh, you have that team down there uh, with you know the the name recognition, the Brand power of mm-hmm. Alabama. This team is just steamrolling through all their competition right now. Now listen, they're going to get tested too at some point this year. Hey, they're fourteen and um, 14
1: and a half, uh point favorites against LSU right. this week
0: away, right? Isn't that is that in the swamp? Or I'm is not one hundred
1: percent sure. I
0: saw the line, but they,
1: I just know that's that's that that's shocked nuts. me because yeah. LSU's shown that they got some they got some balls,
0: right? Exactly. So uh, this is a team, Maddie, who's very good when you look at Alabama. But yeah, Dwayne Haskins doing everything you could possibly ask him for. Uh, like you said, thirty touchdown passes five picks on the year, 3000 plus yards already with four games left to go in the regular season. Uh, So he's likely going to get another thousand yards in his next four games. So that puts him up over 4,000. So there you go. But yeah, nonetheless, man, this has been a special year for Dwayne uh, and you just wish nothing, nothing good. uh, Nothing more good can happen to him uh, because he is, he's a good kid. Uh, big arm, big talent, yeah. uh, and he's leading this Buckeye team in the right way.
1: No no doubt. Another uh, award semifinals before we get out of here today, Draymond Jones named the Not Ben Norick Award semifinals. Love list. it, baby. 23 total tackles, nine nine tackles for loss, five and a half sacks. He's been killing it. We knew what we were getting from him when he returned. Right. He's been consistent, been a little banged up, um, but he is a baller, no doubt about it. All right, we got to get out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Urban's got his presser going on here in a couple minutes. Yeah, we got to get going. We'll react to that. You guys have a good day. We'll talk to you tomorrow.